Hey, Davis. Yes. What would you do if you had way too much time on your hands? Well, let me tell you all about it. We're going to first, we're going to make a bunch of clay. We're just going to make the clay, get some mud, put some water in it. Then we make our own terracotta army, just like that one they found. And then we bury it. That actually sounds like a lot of fun, actually. <laughs> I had no idea where I was going. <laughs> I don't, it, it might have been a genius idea. You didn't even know it. We did it. <laughs> From the basement studio here in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Oh. Hey, my name's Jake. And Hi, I'm Jake. Here with my beautiful wife, Lisa. Well, no, hey there, that's me. And Ooh, my that was beautiful very producer extraordinaire, Davis. Oh, sure, you betcha. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Lisa together, started this one. Yeah, together we look at paranormal locations from the spooky side oh. to the historical titty. We bags. do. So join us tonight as we make, or today, whatever you listen is really, as we make fun of each other, no, get creeped out, and maybe. Learn a thing or two on this week's edition of the Possibly. It's a podcast. Hey. Welcome to the podcast. We are firing on all cylinders. We are firing on all cylinders. It is a Monday night. It's October. That's spooky season. It's scary season. That's my season, yeah. All right. So here's what I want you to think about. You are in your own horror movie by yourself this time. You're by yourself in this horror movie, and you know you've got to take out whatever monster it is. What monster are you hoping to get? You can keep it in like a realm or a theme. Like I only want a water monster or I want like a hairy monster so I can set them on fire. But what monster are you trying to take out in your own personal horror movie? We've got like myself. Vamp. Oh, tell, tell me more. Is it that's, doppelganger? Yeah. That's I, terrifying. I, I know. That is the most terrifying. Why? I think that, because you know yourself the best or because you know yourself the least? Yes. Is it like... <laughs> because I, I prefer if it's psychological thrillers and I like the idea that potentially I could be mentally strong enough to go ahead and confront myself. Here's the question okay. everyone's asking. Are you the good one or the bad one? Right. Does one of you have a mustache? Is that how we tell the difference? <laughs> well, I, I, who's looking that close? Maybe. At a mustache? Yeah. Mustaches can be big. I have blonde Oh, my, my, well, blonde mustaches can still be big. Yeah. They could. Hi. Look but at the seventies; you'll find a ton trim, of them. So, <laughs> so, so Lisa uh, wants to confront herself, which you, honestly oh, is probably thinking, the scariest still... thing. So, for me, I would. Yeah, what you want scarier, or what you think you'd actually could, could beat? Uh, that's up to you to decide. Ugh. It's an open-ended question for a reason. Ugh. So, I was thinking about this one for a little bit, and I think I want to go against the squonk just because it's my favorite one in the <laughs> whole he likes world. Saying that word, yes, exactly. But that, and on top of that, he keeps crying himself into puzzles. And at that point, sponges. Just get a bunch of fucking sponges. And where's he going to go? Oh, wait a minute. And I then we go no, get the clay. You... And then we make a terracotta army. But if, <laughs> if you just go ahead and you soak up that, that squonk and everything with a bunch of different sponges, mm-hmm. and you separate all the sponges, did you just create a bunch of other squonks? Ooh, is it like a Hydra situation? That's is that what, what you're trying to ask? Yeah. I don't know. This is why we need to go into our own horror movie and figure out? this out. Okay. All right, Jake, did I give you enough time with my squonk situation or do you... Uh, sure, um... <laughs> Ugh, I didn't give you guys this one ahead of time. Yeah, so I wanted this to is give a you, tough like, one. I wanted to see well, what Well, the happen. scariest won't be any sea creature. I just don't want to deal with that. I you like, you hate thalassophobia? You oh have thalassophobia? I would, that would drive... Ugh, scares me. Fear of the deep, dark water. I'm trying to think whatever one I can go, I will work for you. <laughs> oh, uh, hey, lizard Dracula. people. <laughs> okay, Dracula. I would say I'll be your new Renfield. Yeah, you're I'm gonna in. you're gonna be uh, Guillermo live. from what we do in the I shadows. I will live 
to serve <laughs> so you don't hurt, kill me. So your whole thing is just grovel at their feet? Is this exactly. what happened when bullies hey, came at you at school? But guess, but guess who guess who wins? The bullies? The ones who live, and I will live. You think that that type of existence is worth it? Oh, no. Not at all. <laughs> but I don't want Michael Myers chopping my head off either. That's a fair point. That's a fair, so <laughs> Michael Myers doesn't have a you, sidekick. No, I'm saying. But he doesn't want that rather than Dracula. Yeah, I'm trying to think of all the he things. Wants, I, I'm going through this. Like, all those things would just kill me instantly. I can't outrun them. Michael Myers, no. Dracula, Frankenstein. At least Dracula, I have a chance of servitude. <laughs> a life of so Lisa wants to confront herself and Jake wants to just serve. You guys have an interesting answer to these could ones, you, and I just put a squawk I, up. I really and I'm sure you know what the psychologist has now has to say about our answer. They're it's saying place. I completely understand that marriage. All of a sudden, <laughs> we get it. We get it. Oh, all right. Before we get into today's episode, I do want to point out a comment we got on one of our Patreons, yeah. and it's all about from OVL, who's one of our newer Patreons. OVL, you were Jake makes too many. Any sexual jokes. They no. They said uh, I enjoy Davis's baseball references. Oh, so this is becoming the possibly worse. baseball podcast oh. from here on out. And this is. I'll just give this update. Yeah, it's the worst Tuesday. time to give him that update. Right. Give it. Give you that compliment right now. With well, the, the twins, twins are in the postseason. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, doing mm-hmm. the best they've done in more than thirty years. Absolutely. So it is uh, currently. This is baseball watch for everybody listening. Current baseball <laughs> watch. Beep, 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 baseball watch. Um, the twins are in the second round of the playoffs. The ALDS. The game is tonight. The slash this afternoon when you listen to this. And on Tuesday, if you listen past that, you missed three, it. Three o'clock. It's a three o'clock game. I hate three o'clock games. Central time, so four o'clock if you live on the East Coast, and then whatever other time. <laughs> and Do that's the math it. The other way. I don't and know. you want to know what else we need to learn about? That's oh, the man. Hellfire Club <laughs> with Lisa's I history. Even, I can't even give you a, a segue. Props for that. There was no segue. I didn't time. try to have a segue. I just wanted to play baseball. Just wanted to talk baseball. You want to play? <laughs> Sometimes you just get to talk about what slip. you want to talk about, and that's what I wanted to talk about. Yeah, thank you, whoever told OVL. Him OVL. Thank you. And then Ryan said that he likes when I mess up my languages, so we'll get into that later today. <laughs> oh, no. oh no! Oh, I so, see what the cards mean. <laughs> yep, a little bit of Latin. Wow. Latin in today, not only a language, oh, no. a dead language. Now, Lisa, tell me what's yes. dead here. Uh, the Hellfire Club. <laughs> Segway King. Yes. Yes. Back to things are dead we here. did it. All right, so the Hellfire Club. It was the name for several exclusive clubs or high society rakes established in Britain and Ireland in the 18th century. Did you say rakes? Yes. Is that like, what is that? It means womanizer, sexually promiscuous, what we would possibly call today that dirty slutter whore. Like but a trollop. a man. And a man. But it's oh. a man. Therefore, they weren't going to call a man a slut or a whore or a trollop. They that's that's reserved for women apparently. So they called they them rakes. Called, they got called and rakes. And they only had one word for them rather than the seventeen that you just listed off for the other way around. Exactly. Great. Cool. <laughs> cool. All right. Keep going. <laughs> exactly. I um, am holding in every comment. <laughs> every comment right now. Yep. Uh the first official Hellfire Club, it was founded in London in seventeen eighteen. Okay. By Philip Wharton, the first Duke of Wharton. And a handful of other high society friends. And there were other groups that have been using the name Hellfire Club 
Um, they were set up like basically throughout the 18th century. And most of these clubs arose in Ireland after Wharton's club itself had been dissolved. So Wharton started it, then left it. Yes. Now everybody else is going there and doing their own thing. Wharton was basically his own little slut, and he really wanted to have other people join. <laughs> okay. He basically gave other guys going, hey, he got away from this. He just, let's just make a club, and then we can do that. We stuff. can do that right. stuff too. Okay. Exactly. So that's like most of Harvard? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, so what? What, so what was going Harvard. on? I'll take at that all this Ivy time, League schools. Yeah. What was going on at this time was this. Uh, it, it was, I believe, it was King George uh, at the moment, and he was making a lot more strides in terms of um, like Protestants and Catholicism, and Catholicism was really having a very strong moment mm-hmm. at this time, mm-hmm. and so everything was very, um, everything was very pious, especially within society. Mm-hmm. You, everybody had their expectations of what they were to hold to. And then there were a bunch of really rich boys that were in their 20s that didn't want to be told what they could do. Mm, okay. And yep. they had enough money to not To do listen. what they wanted to do. Oh, exactly. great. Cool. So they started creating these hellfire clubs. Is this mm. kind of coming out of the libertarian uh, movement as well, or is it? Uh, yeah, it, l- like it, f- it fed into it. Okay, libertarianism yeah, came in after that was a little later. Yeah. This is hedonism. This is hedonism. Yeah. Um. So Sadism. yeah. So basically, it was just a bunch of people who were very depraved in their likes and wanted to base give like a big middle finger to uh uh you know society yeah, and the pope is, this is where society quakers morals. came from too so yeah correct yeah societal so, yeah exactly and okay. so they ha- and they basically yeah they had the money in order to be able to make their little clubs and we're not talking about a bunch of people it's it was kind of a society club but instead of calling it a club it was better to call it like a social uh, you know a special interest group mm-hmm. and their special special interest was drinking I was going to say, that's not much of a special interest group, but sure. I uh, yeah. want to start a new club. My special, special interest group is just drinking. Is I drinking believe. and Doritos, guys. It's called hanging out at a bar. Exactly. <laughs> like yeah. Well, so it was that. But because of the fact that they called were kind of place. kicking, th- that they were really kicking more strongly against the religious culture, mm-hmm. it meant that they also would do things Like they would have ceremonies and everything like that, but it was a uh, turn on or a satirical religious type of statement. Oh, a better way to put it. Got it. Yeah, anti. Yes. Religious. Yes, that gets drug into it in a little bit. Ah. Anti-religious while still being religious. It kind of sounds like a little bit. Kind of. We'll eventually, it kind of turns. It, eventually, yeah. kind of turns into. Well, what would piss off Grandma Christian the most? Having the mm, devil at my table. Marrying Lisa. That kind of a thing. I mean, oh. what? Go on. She loves me. <laughs> Both of them do. Um. So, uh, yeah. The uh, it's the the depravity is like. I mean, it really came to them like calling things like. Um, that, that they drew on like Satanism type of yeah. rituals as well. And so things like sacrificing virgins, it meant taking somebody's virginity. Um, okay. It wasn't necessarily that they were killing women. Mm-hmm. They, were, they were having orgies. Okay. Got so it. that was like the basis so of sacrificing virgin because they're no longer. It's like calling they're, your exactly. your husband your ex boyfriend kind right. of thing. Yeah, I get you. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um. Th- another thing that they would eat was um called Holy Ghost Pie. It was with pigeon because a pigeon looked like the dove, which is one of the symbols for the ho- for the Holy Spirit of Holy oh, Ghost. So okay. they would they would have that kind of thing. Got it. Okay. That's. 
They're very cheeky, very British. Very cheeky. Yeah, very British. Exactly. And it's, I mean, it wasn't exactly the nicest thing or anything that they were doing, especially in um, in uh, Wharton's time period. But when it crosses over into Ireland. Mm-hmm. Then things go crazy. A huh? little bit. It gets. Wait, the Irish took it a little too far. Well, <laughs> if you think about it this way, you can say somebody is Catholic, or you might even say they're Irish Catholic. Uh-huh. And Irish Catholicism is a little bit more strict. Yep. And so it has its own brand, and I guess then the way that people kicked against that were just like were even harder than the way that they did in England. I mean, one if it's one pendulum swing going exactly. the other way, it's going to go even further exactly. if it's further up. Yeah, yeah I get yep. it. Okay. Yep. Okay. So that's kind of what Hellfire Club itself is. Okay. Um, eventually, uh, Wharton, he sold this piece of land um, in Ireland to a William Connolly of Castletown. He was also the Speaker Ah. of the Irish Parliament in 1725. Billy Cons, okay. Billy Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Cons. Billy Cons was going to go ahead and (laughs) uh, build a hunting lodge in Mm -hmm. this area. It's Mount Pillier. Okay. Okay. So it's this big grassy hill. They called it a mountain. It's a hill. It's a very large hill. Yeah, yeah. It's like we have mountains here in Minnesota. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, exactly. Okay, Yep. yep. Exactly. So um, he had sold this partial of land over to him for a hunting lodge. And so um, William Conley, he had built this stone home, basically, that was three stories with the upper, their upper hall um, had like a couple of reception rooms. And then there were sleeping quarters. And on the ground floor, there was like this, um, there were the kitchen, the servants quarters and stairs that would go up to the other floors. One of the interesting things about this one is that the um, the only front entrance was all the way to the upper floor. Mm-hmm. So it had a massive staircase that was on the outside. It's no longer present. That's, the, that's like one of the only things that's no longer present to this. But the opening of where they would have gone in is. Oh, it's that thing that's up in the air right there. Yeah. Okay, I got it. Yeah, because it. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's a picture behind me for everybody that's not listening or watching. So yeah. exactly. So yeah, what you're pointing out was the upper floor. Yeah, but also okay. the, the main entrance. The, and yep, and the main entrance it's for everybody. It kind of just looks like a window on the second story, but you could see how stairs leading up to it could lead to a door. Yeah, right. That'd be beautiful. Actually, mm-hmm. it also mm-hmm. had this um, really big slate roof to start. Oh, um, it's a little different now, and that's because of one of the stories that had happened. So when um. When they had picked the site, there was a prehistoric burial site at the summit of Mount Pillar Hill. Oh, if Stephen King taught us anything. Exactly. Don't do it. Don't build a swimming pool in the middle of or a pet cemetery. Or a pet cemetery. Or have your children find a clown there. Swimming pool? What was the swimming pool? Wasn't, oh, he didn't write Poltergeist, did he? I don't think so. Jesus Christ. I just went to Poltergeist. No, yeah, that's a different one. How are we married? (laughs) Either way. Don't do that either. Don't have a a Uh, high school girl have telekinetic powers over top of one. Yep. yep, We all get it. Exactly. (laughs) Um, And so they, but there were a bunch of these uh, very conveniently placed stones. And so they just went ahead and used the stones from the prehistoric burial site in the walls of this new home. This new hunting launch. Okay. Okay. They also had, um, they had also used like one of the standing stones. So something that's say as tall as I am, about five feet tall, that you Mm kind of see randomly throughout these places Mm -hmm. where they took these like long stones. They stood them up 
quite literally that. They're usually tapered up at the top. Okay. He Almost like an obelisk, I'm correct. thinking. Cool. It's called, exactly. It's, it's a, almost one of those. It's called yeah. a cairn. A cairn? Well, cairn. A, a cairn is the type Stack of- Stack of stones. It's the type of burial ground that's there, and it's uh, it's more of like a tunnel, and it's a burial mound tomb thing where it would house many tombs. See, now I just thought they yelled at retail workers. Uh, that's the one that starts with a K. <laughs> this one starts with a C. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, <laughs> uh, they <laughs> anyway. So he had he also got one of those um large standing stones that were in the area, and he used it for this uh lintel over the fireplace. Okay. Um, and so yeah. Your so, grave marker is now my. Your grave yeah, marker. that's part of my fireplace. Is, is if there's one mantle. way to make a place haunted, it's doing this. Like this isn't just renovation; it's right. unwanted renovation of right. dead people. Yeah. Well, so there, it seemed that it kind of bit him in the ass right away. Oh, really? Yes, because within the first year that it was built, sure. there was a massive storm that came in and completely took the entire roof off. That's, and it and was a, a slate, slate roof. roof. Jeez, yeah, you definitely pissed off the dead. You pissed I'm somebody let you know. off. You did it. You did it. It's and your so fault. That was that was the rumor then mm-hmm. it was like oh well since you disturbed the site that meant that's what took your roof off everybody accepted that mm. um so he ended up bringing in um stonemasons again and they did more of an arch yep. as the roof and it's so it's built more like a bridge it's it's a stone arch it's, it's a stone arch. yeah 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 um but yep that's how it is built now and that possibly is one reason why it's still standing largely untouched for a couple of centuries now. Because they made a stone arch bridge on top of it. They made a stone, stone arch bridge Minneapolis on connection. Exactly. It's going to be closed for two years. <sighs> Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> um, And so. How do we have people outside of Minnesota listen to this? <laughs> I don't know, but they're going to learn a lot about Minneapolis because yep. of it. Oy. Welcome. Hi. Um, So the Irish Hellfire Club. Okay. Then <laughs> it was founded in 1737. By Richard Parsons, who's the first Oral of Rose, and um, James Wardsell. Again, these people had. Um, I found James Wardsell's uh, specific history and story interesting because he was somebody of no great talent, but apparently a great amount of confidence. Oh, okay. So he was we just all a know cocky that guy. Son of a bitch. Yep. That was able to talk him in, yep. himself into any scenario. Yeah, real Jeremy Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> That's a very specific joke to, to just our friends. I have no idea. I don't care. Love you, Jerry. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. <birthday>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was so, in- me so inside baseball right there. Very, that was very. Incredible. Anyone who actually knows well, him, like the four people who know him who listen to the show, knows the exact opposite of what right I just now. said. Oh, yeah, oh, but yeah. they're scream laughing oh, at I know. us right now. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So, anyway, sorry, everybody. No, it was, oh that God. was wonderful. <laughs> um, so he, they're, um, they, they didn't necessarily know about a ton of the people that were actually involved with the Hellfire Club because it's one of those things where it's like everybody kind of knows but nobody knows anything. It's kind of oh, like being a Freemason. Oh, like Harvard. Right. Yep. Yes. You know who's <laughs> roughly there? Who, yeah. who there hurt you? The social <laughs> network. <laughs> the movie. <laughs> um, so... Um, one of the reasons that they might have evidence of who the initial club members were were because of a painting actually done by Wardsdale. Okay. He, so he he was one who had actually painted oh. these five people into this thing, and he called it Hellfire Club. And that's why they're like, oh, it must be these five people. That God, everyone said no pictures, but he did not get the memo. But he didn't get the memo yep, exactly. Yep. He told everybody about the club still. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, yeah, he's real bad at Fight Club too. <laughs> he's bad at it. Um, there. 
These people were not exactly the nicest of people necessarily. One of the men, um, it was uh, Henry, who was the fourth Baron Barry of Santry. He um, he was tried for murder and convicted in 1739, and it was because he uh, he had a servant who was in bed sick, Mm -hmm. and so he set him on fire. Oh. That's a that's a real, real story cool thing to do. Hey, that holy happened. Lord. Uncool, uncool thing. Yeah, yeah, very uncool. Yeah, not it wasn't cool. Um, and some of these other people ended up they they were known as some of the worst men mm. in Ireland or or in England too. Real fucking rakes. Yeah, mm-hmm. they were real fucking mm-hmm. rakes. Um, anyway, so most of their meetings had occurred within Dublin city center at the Eagle Tavern on Cork Hill. Okay. Um, which was near the Dublin Castle, but they eventually kind of had some meetings that would come up to this house, which is why it got described as the Hellfire Club. Got and it. so it's not that it necessarily was like its primary quarters or anything like mm-hmm. that. They didn't have to go up there that often, but because of some of the potential shit that they did there, it got labeled mm. as and most widely known as the Hellfire Club of Got Ireland. it. Okay. 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 Um, they were really known for drinking um sca- uh scal scalphine, I think is how it's pronounced. Boy, you stopped at scat and I was like, I you're just drinking was shit a- over there. <laughs> that was an awful place to stop. <laughs> scalphine. Yes. Well, it's so called? this was a mixture of whiskey and hot butter. Oh, it sounds Midwestern kind of honestly. Very? Let's just add a stick of butter <laughs> yep. in this. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's how you, you have put to drink apple it hot. You don't want you don't want that to cool down because yeah. could you imagine getting the no, like yuck. butter that would just sit on yeah. top and solidify? You put apple schnapps in there though. You got an apple pie drink. So nice job. Basically, Yo. I don't know. Can we also Garros. add like pastry and everything else that goes with that? Yeah, get some schnitzel or whatever. Um, yep. They were oh. also known during their dinners to leave a chair vacant at each gathering for mm. the devil. Sure. Okay. Okay. So this is just like part of I'm getting real throwback to Rosemary's Baby just because I watched that a couple weeks ago. Real throwbacks to it. <laughs> at some stage, the lodge at Montpelier was left was let to the club, so on lease. Oh, okay. By the Conley family after he had passed. Ah, Billy Cons is gone. Billy, okay. Yeah, Billy Cons is gone. Yep. Um, and then the family ended up leasing the club basically mm, to these people. This... Again, these are guys that are way too wealthy and have way too much time on their hands. Yeah. So that's what's going on. That's Uh, that's how we get that submarine thing. Today we call them bros. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or the people who go down in submarines. Too soon? Too soon. No. Well, that's accurate. Uh, So the remoteness of Montpelier's location is why there's almost no verifiable accounts of the activities that went on there. Oh, because it's all trickery. So much of this became legend of the area. There are... The, very strong indications. And the people who were in it were higher up enough where if... If they didn't want it to be known, it wasn't going to be known. And if it got known, they could easily pass it off as, yeah, right. Or, oh, yeah, but we're not getting in trouble. Exactly. There's a lot of that going Or okay. they, also can, they also would potentially exaggerate some of the stories themselves, again, as a even larger middle, middle finger to, to keep the society. Well, and to keep okay. people away. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, there's so they're rich like and a... they hate society, but they're rich enough to change society. Yeah, they'd huh. rather just have. Yeah, no, they just rather be rakes. Okay, got yes, it. Yes, yep. exactly. I'm going to use that word rake a lot more now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't know if it'll come off the same way. I don't. Yeah, I don't. You're a rake. And it'll be like so. I don't like leaves. 
Is that sort of rake? Worst does? joke, Lisa? Worst joke? <laughs> that was sad. Come that on. Was a sad Please joke. Say, can we say it to him for once? That was a sad once? joke. Worst yeah, joke, Yeah, but Davis. we all know you're going to beat me at some that point. That's I'm holding <laughs> off judgment. At some point, yes. <laughs> Well, at some point during the uh, during this period, the building ended up getting damaged by fire. Hellfire. There, there was a hellfire here. Oh, um, there are fire. several stories connected with the incident. Again, sure. what they know is that it was set on is that it was on fire. What caused the fire is part of the legend. Mm. So I'm, I'm going to go over some. You're going to go legends, over some of it. Yeah. I'm yeah. I'm just kind of. Glancing over some of these things, but one um, one of them is that there's a story that um, recounts that following a black mass, so one of the rituals that they were doing yep. as a black mass. A satanic so, mass. A satanic mass. A uh, footman had spilled a drink on <gasps> How dare he? Burn Chapel Whaley's coat. Oh my gosh. And oh. Whaley, he retaliated by pouring brandy over the man and setting him alight. Ah, the, was this he was, the guy that tried for murder earlier? But honestly, this was also- No. This was a different one. Oh, good. Uh, but this is one I was supposedly had quite the temper. This is actually probably the, the like if you had to choose one that people truly believe happened. This is one of like uh, yeah, that could happen. There's okay. a couple others he's, that he's, I he, actually he, he, believe that. more. He's full of fire. I, I I believe that he 100 percent would have done this. Um, but the fire ended up spreading around the building and had killed many members. So that's one of the stories. Oh. Um, there's also the idea that um the uh, another story accounts that follow, um, or excuse me, um, an alternative story. The club members just did it to give the building a hellish appearance. Mm, okay. So they just did it themselves. I guess And I there get that is one. writing of somebody. Uh, okay, so there is animal cruelty involved with some um, of this. Uh, trigger warning. Trigger warning for this one. Okay, so somebody had apparently set a goose alight and then sent it down the chimney. Mm-hmm. And that goose ended up like completely taking out level after level. Okay. So these dudes all suck. Yep. I'm going to throw that out there. Um, Even if these aren't true, they still suck. There's another that um, the club was set, um, that they set fire to the building when William Conley's son refused to renew the lease on the lodge. Probably because he knew what they were doing. He's like, stop You're it. You're just going through all of them. Well, so. Yeah, I mean, those are the primary no. stories of why it had gotten... Miss, uh, Miss Legend over here now. My gosh. I those like are it. legends? What? Yeah, they're legends. They oh, know okay. What to it. Oh, oh, okay. I'm, just, I'm giving her crap, but... Uh, okay, got uh, it. No, uh, I was so going to say, none the of those are paranormal, so I don't know. No, the, con- the Conley She's son She's all about looking refused. up the, the truth, and I'm like, uh, you're just saying the legend. Well, if they don't have they don't the know truth, then it's yeah, kind of hard. kind of really hard. Right. No, that's why... But I think one of the better ones is just because it was written in a slightly different account about setting it alight with the goose. Oh, that's great. I'm not a fan of that. that I'm not a fan of it. I'm not a fan of a lot of things that they would end up doing there. Um, Yes. So the thing, like, eventually the Hellfire Club, like that little club that they had there with those five guys, a little bit more, kind of went down in attendance after this place had caught fire. Um, And so a lot of the activities had declined after the incident. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um. Well, so when they kind of moved further down the hill and and things kind of started to decline, there was a young buck. That's what they would call these people constantly, bucks, because they were the young ones. The young bucks? Correct. Okay. Uh, Specifically, Thomas Buck Whaley. Okay. Okay, so one of the sons of this group. Of the jerk guy. Of the jerk guy, yes. So the um, the Irish Hellfire Club was revived in 71 1771 because they knew it was coming in five years as an 
and was active for a further America. 30 years. Oh, wow. Okay. So the second iteration of this particular Hellfire Club stuck around a little longer. Yeah, till the 1800s. Yes. Um, and so he was um, the, the new incarnation. It was social club, wasn't it? Well, the new incarnation was known as the Holy Fathers. Mm, ironically? Yes. Okay. And so the holy, these holy are daddies? the ones that really- I could be your holy daddy. Oh, dear God, don't. Stop, <laughs> You're not allowed to say that word. <laughs> no. Or else we teach Lucy how to say it. Okay. No. <laughs> Jake's the one who says it every time. That's how you ruin it for him. I know. I, every time. <laughs> and I try to ruin it for him every time that way. It's great. David, just call me daddy. No. No. All right, cool. <laughs> Lucy will, though. <laughs> Jake's doing this to himself at this point. I'm I not going to stop. It's true. Okay. Um so these are the ones again that uh that I would say took it up a notch or eight from what the previous group would do. Mhm. The previous group, yes, they were absolutely into drinking, having their orgies and leaving a seat at the table for the devil. Yeah. But the sacrifices and additional depravity came with the second. Oh iteration. shit! So they got worse. They got way, way worse. worse. Yeah, I'll okay, be, I'll be going into a lot of that. Yes, stuff. you're going to be going into a lot of, into a lot of the details, but this is the well more details than not. Um, and I'm not going to go into every like all of the legends or anything necessarily. But one of the reasons why I would consider this particular one the worst one is they would um uh, one of the stories has them like uh where they would kidnap they had kidnapped and murdered and ate a farmer's daughter okay what right? the fuck so they eventually start bringing in uh additional human sacrifice yuck and cannibalism yuck into their new hellfire club mm, ewe yes okay very big ewe uh yeah, eventually um Whaley repented. Oh, good. That's and he died he died in eighteen hundred. Hey, if you're religious and, and he repented, yeah, that means he went to heaven. Yes. And then, he, and then the Irish Hellfire Club disbanded <sighs> with his death. Yeah. Yes. And that's the end of it? That's the end of Until that one pretty much. Hawkins, well. Indiana. Ooh. Um, so no, this place still Stranger uh things. this place still stands then basically exactly as it was right it, behind me it was gutted by the fire they there was a new hunting lodge that was built further down the hill that they had moved any remaining furnishings into and Easier they just to left to. it to the elements okay so after um now after that the uh, state of ireland they ho- um they actually hold is this in northern ireland is that yes. why you said state okay yes. cool Got it. Yes. Yep. Um, yeah. So this is, um, yeah, it's it's held by the state of Ireland right now, and that's who that's who owns it, and that's who's owned it for basically the last two hundred years. Two hundred years. Yeah. No, and nobody's no owned it. It's just it, you, nobody no one's tried to sell it. No one's it. tried to make it into a hotel. Nope. But there are plenty of there are plenty of tours and uh, everything no, like that. You can try do. to make the area at least. They try to upgrade area stuff. Mm. They try to make it a little nicer because Creepy. it is at the peak of Mount Pillar Hill, mm-hmm. and there is a beautiful view from there um it's like they they'll say that the rising of the dawn from that location will repent any soul yes everyone look past mm. the, look past 
the devil standing on the edge right there, and I can see the beautiful <laughs> this sunset. This is the dawning of the age of Aquarius. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So the lack of surviving records makes understanding uh, like what is fact and fiction of the stories on Mount Pelier Hill impossible either to you know discredit or confirm. Okay, got it. Um, today you can take a hike of about fifteen minutes after parking, that's and not that's too bad. If you're perfectly fit, I'm just going to say because I remember walking Mine's in Germany. an hour and a half. <laughs> uh, whenever we'd see something that's a 10-minute walk, we're like, well, that's going to be an hour. Okay. How they walk we, faster we, in Europe. We actually did they have do. an issue uh, when we were in Germany because it's like they it's like a different – I don't know what how they go, they grade this. I, mean, I'm fat I don't know who's walking that. it and their timing. It but, has yeah, to be we were, up, we were up on I'm the uh, – we were in Birch's Garden. We were up at the, uh, the Eagle's Nest and – we had to make it to our bus like in 20 minutes. And they went, oh, actually, if you could, you could either take the elevator down or actually at the walk down, you get to see the sides of the mountain, the beautiful, and it was a beautiful view. Oh, great. You could walk this view and it's about, know, about a 10 to 15 minute walk. Mm-hmm. So we'll be there you know, plenty of time. 45 minutes later. Late. 45 minutes later, the bus is left. We are basically at a like, jog. Yeah. Like there was like a group of eight of us. And we're like, we're like, this is this. At, Bullshit. <laughs> so, fifteen minute walk could be an hour. We never exactly. Know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, and you can see this—the most amazing view from this location. Maybe even catch some remaining whispers of the Hellfire Club. Psst, 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 psst. Rake, 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 rake. Psst, psst, psst. Damn rakes. Rake. Right. So here's a word from teachers. <laughs> He's got it. rakes and hose. <laughs> oh fuck! Jeez. Damn it! <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> You love it, Lisa. That was genius. That is that's. Oh, boy, that I'm sorry. Too bad. That wasn't that's too best bad. joke right now. You. I'll give it to you. What has happened? What is? What, I what would is say Jeremy Johnson right was best joke. But. Oh, that, but that for, oh, for <laughs> the know. few like eight of us. I know. No, uh, I, what's <laughs> happening right now? That uh, I think Jake's got the best joke, and I think David's got the worst joke. I don't know about you guys. It'll change. Don't It'll worry. Change. <laughs> There's plenty of time. <laughs> I have no doubt. <laughs> All right, Lisa, hit us up with that radio spot. <laughs> Are you tired of the same old clubs with mundane activities? You bet I am. Looking for a club that's hotter than the devil's own pitchfork? You bet I am. Well, look no further. Introducing the Hellfire Club, the place where ordinary sins are just child's play. Wow. Forget the dress code, those stuffy establishments and sanctuaries. The less clothing, the better. And don't worry about any pesky moral judgments. Okay. We banned those at the door. Thank goodness. We're the only club in town where your worst instincts instincts are celebrated drinking orgies sacrifices orgies poker and orgies are always on the docket lots of them lots of orgies so what are you waiting for join us at the hellfire club where every night is a sinful delight and the devil himself would envy your parties you bet i am leave a chair open for him just in case he shows up (laughs) remember folks if it's not scandalous it's not worth doing the hellfire club where heaven's angels fear to tread and the party never ends Possibly. Hey, that was a, like, I, I want to go now, even Did though I wasn't into most of those things. No, I just kept saying. Oh, okay, he just, good. He would I was just like, do Jake, it. I am an improviser. Part of me wanted to, I wanted to join in, but like, she she didn't miss, miss a beat, and you kept on talking. I'm like, all right. The no, improvisation. You want to know what else is improvised stand. most of the time? Game time! It's game time. It is never improvised. I always write them down. I always do at least 30 minutes 
minutes of research. And here we are in game. That's what makes it fun is that you never know if this is the truth truth or the Davis truth. If it's the Google truth. Exactly. Well, I look into more than just Google. I click one link. Uh, we are going into he goes from Bard. the Hellfire Club. So I gave the uh, Patreons Hellfire or Club as their three answers. And they went with Hell for this one. So I am going to give you a name. You need to tell me if that is the name of a famous demon, a famous devil, or just a Latin name that has no association to hell whatsoever. This will be interesting. And, and that's to say, not all of them don't have any association to hell, but the, uh, yeah, demon, devil, or Latin name. Now, the difference between a demon and a devil that's is what... a really gray area. The only place where it's not is in Dungeons & Dragons, so all devils are from Dungeons & Dragons to make sure, because a lot of real-life devils can be called demons as well. So yes. I made sure not to well fit if into you that. Know the demonology. If you know demon, D and D, right? D and D, but the demons are not from D and D necessarily. Some of them tend to, oh yeah, uh, be both. Demonology. But, yeah. yeah. Here we go. Number one, the name Pazuzu. Pazuzu is that a demon, a devil, or a real name? You both say demon. That's correct. You know where that's from? Exorcist. That's the demon from the Exorcist. Number two, Cassius. Cassius. C a s s i u s. Cassius. You both say Latin. That is correct. Just like Muhammad Ali's real name, Cassius Clay. That name means exalted or vain. And that actually works very well for Muhammad Ali. It means vain. <laughs> he uh, the vain part. He's like, the cat, the, the, the. Yeah, Muhammad Ali, but Cassius meaning vain. No, they it's the other it part. Yeah, yeah, they figured it out. All right, number three, Adamaris. Adamaris is the name for this one. What you got? Jake says Latin. Lisa says devil. Jake takes a three to two lead. That is just a regular old Latin name that means Lord of the Sea, technically. Oh. It's not necessarily a god of the sea. It just means like this is a person who's good at sea. Um, that's pretty much all <laughs> that they good mean. At sea. Yep, like exactly. Number four, Bell. B E L Bell. Only one L, not two, like that ding dong thing. Jake says devil. Lisa says Latin. Jake is ahead four really? to two right now. Bell is a devil. It's from a book called Descent into Avernus from D&D. They are basically yeah, just kind of one of the bigger devils from okay. that whole thing. So, yep, not too much different in there. Number five, Stranger Things tied, Demogorgon. A Demogorgon. Is it a demon devil or is it just some random dude's name? Who knows? Lisa has her answer. Jake, what is yours? Jake says devil. Lisa says demon. Lisa's back up if only a okay, point so behind. I know, I know Stranger Things is still from D &D, from D and D, and in D and D, demon in D and D, it is a demon in D and D. It is also right, a demon right. outside of D and D that's, as that's well. That's why I was like going back from like. Oh, but the demogorgon in D and D is very different than the oh, demogorgon yeah. in. Uh, it's a two-headed uh, prince of darkness, basically. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's very cool. Number six, Zariel. Like Ariel with a Z in front of it, or a Z if you're from Ireland. Zariel. Lisa says devil. Jake says demon. Lisa got it tied back up oh. four to four. Yay. Nice job. Come from behind. That is a devil. Once again, I will say, I thought you said, I didn't hear the Z at the beginning. I, heard, I thought it was Azariel. I don't know. I got you. I got you. Yeah, yeah. Zariel, devil. That is uh, the Archduke of the Damned, basically. I need to, I need to listen. Dungeons and Dragons. Huh? What? Who I need to listen. That? Who would have thought that? Number seven, Elysia. Elysia, E-L-Y-S-I-A. Jake has his answer. Lisa has hers. Lisa says demon. Jake says Latin. 
Jake's back ahead. Okay. That is a Latin name that actually means heaven. So pretty much oh. the exact opposite of this. Elysium. Number, yeah, that's why it's Elysium. Number oh. uh, eight, excuse me, Lilith. Lilith. That is a fun name. Jake has his answer. Lisa says hers. Lisa says devil. Jake says demon. Jake gets ahead two points again. That is one of the original demons, the supposed first wife of Adam yeah. before Eve, and she was a demon before okay. then. So that is so, a yeah, then demon. So yeah, there's just popular culture that turns her into a Papa devil. Culture. No, in popular culture, she's a demon. Okay. She's a demon. She works with the devil, but she's not a devil. Okay. She's one of the, like... There could be a queen. She's of like, hell. yeah, she's the queen of hell. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. but she's still a demon, technically. Mm-hmm. Number nine, Amnitsu. Amnitsu. What you got for this one? Lisa has her answer. Jake has his. You both say devil. That is correct for both of you. Seven to five right now. That one's also from D&D. It's kind of like this big, like almost like, you know, the guys who get fed grapes. Yep. In the, yeah, it looks kind of like that. Dionysus. Um, that, but like more the fat Greek like king guys that are the bad ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they get just get not the gods like the they eventually sloth. look greasy. Yeah, like sloth. a like sloth. a slothy kind okay. of guy. Yep. Uh, number ten, Naparibu. Naparibu. That's a name. It is a name. It's a fun one. Jake has his. Lisa says demon. Jake says Latin. You're both incorrect. That's a devil. Really? That one was uh, it would it let out a bunch of uh, infestation. It was what its whole thing okay. was. It was infestation. Number Lepre- 11. Lepre- leprosy. Okay, I can see it in the name. I got to think more Naparibu? of the name. Naparibu? Leprosy. The idea of the lep. Naparibu? Nep or is it lep? Nup. Nup. And okay. up. I don't know how it yeah, I know, you're, you're, you're it great was at listening. Yeah. It was... <laughs> I'm beating you. Number 11, Grazzt. It's G-R-A-Z apostrophe Z-T. Grazzt. Lisa says Latin. Jake says devil. No, that is a demon. That one is actually from D&D. I couldn't find anywhere else. That's a dark prince is what okay. they call him. I knew it was, I knew, see, I knew it was D&D. And I put your description. I was like, oh, okay, yep. it's a devil. It's a, no. But I forget there's demons too. I demon just, lord. Ah. This one was one of the demon lords. Yep. They say if you see him, you're going to die very quickly. Yep. Oh. And the final one for today, kind of a cheeky one, Dante. Dante. What is that? Jake says Latin. Lisa says Latin. You are both correct for that final one. I thought this was fun. I did not know this. Dante means everlasting. So when you mm-hmm. say Dante's Inferno, it's an everlasting, everlasting Inferno. Inferno. Also yep. the main character's I did, name. And the main yeah. character's name as well. So it works doubly in that way. Jake is our winner for is it a demon, is I it a devil, say, or I, are you just I, a dude? I, I, I'm mad about the ones I get wrong, but I also think, like, I'm sorry, Lisa, you were screwed in this one. Yes, <laughs> this I was, know. I literally have read demonologist books i i am one of those weird guys who i it's a very good chance there's a couple colleges out there mm-hmm. that do doctorates yeah in demonology, in demonology. Yeah. Oh, yeah and i am very interested and i've been looking at pricings oh yeah okay because i'm like the one it's, that- a, it's a fake doctor yes but could you imagine if you had to call me dr jacob barnfein okay. i've been looking at the at one from huh? edinburgh <laughs> wouldn't happen oh i'd make so. call me doctor <laughs> <laughs> I've been looking at the one from Edinburgh, so oh, we can yeah. discuss. The one that you probably would have done well on was fire, because I was going to give you a name. You needed to tell me if it was someone who started a fire or died in a fire. Ooh. Yeah, Jesus. so that would have been, Lisa, that, been that was are second be, place. It was almost next up there. five years, we become doctors of demonology. <laughs> no, you can have the demonology thing. I was going to do the parapsychology. Ooh, that actually works. And I'm going to become a doctor and be a cool guy. Yeah. She's a doctor of love. You missed that. No, I don't want to be a doctor of love. Doctor of love. I'm fine with love. It's fine. Dr. Cool Guy is much cooler. Davis is having an off day. <laughs> Dr. You cool okay Guy. I am too, though. 
You gotta know who else is having Jake's an off day. On fire. It's Jake with our scary stories. Jake, hit Hi. us up with those fire. scary can, stories. Fire. You know how to drink it all takes some? That was Jake's ice. His nickname in my phone is Ice. Lisa's titty bits. And Jeremy Johnson is Team Toboggan. <laughs> all right. Oh, so many inside jokes. All right. So, uh, you might hear a little repeats here and there, because uh, so much fat. That's not what I think a doctor would do. So <laughs> you have to see the deep knowledge. <laughs> uh, so much fact and fiction is intertwined with this place. Yeah. So you're gonna hear repeats because uh, as I wrote this, I'm like, oh, Lisa, uh, and I teased you because it's like, yep, Lisa's covering all this because you don't know what's what. What's real? Is that Jake then saying that your part is real and his part isn't? Because that's kind of what you're trying to say mm-hmm. right now. I'm huh? saying her part's real, mine's para. Okay. It's a para real, paranormal, almost oh. real. <laughs> oh my god, you guys! <laughs> Entertaining for two, right there. We got him. All right, so hard lately. All the way at the top of Montpelier Hill, this ancient pa- there was a ancient passage grave, uh, a cairn, uh, with stone that you know stone stacked a pot of it. Show and me this, the this guy, this William Speaker Connolly, one of the wealthiest men in Ireland, came around and built this hunting lodge in, in 1725. Connolly said to have destroyed the cairn while building the lodge using one of its one of the uh, graves, the, the stones there, to you know be the intel for his fireplace. Here's a teacher's fee PSA: Don't, 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 just don't stop. The roof came off, and since then, everyone thought that, that was the uh, spirit seeking vengeance. It was. So to a lot of people, uh, especially at that time, the place is completely cursed. Like that yes. whole hill is cursed. One hundred percent. And it's not just that building. The hill. There is are cursed. so many other things on this whole. I hill will, and that I will go cursed. on to one of them too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I couldn't ignore one of them because one of them has a connection to yes, Hell, uh, Hell, Hellfire Club as well. Oh. So the tales began uh, the location having a strong relationship with the paranormal. That okay. It's been happening since 1725, a strong relationship. Like, the workers who had to do that did not want to. In two years, it'll be 300. Oh, my God. You're right. Wow. All right. So, uh, when it became a club, it was after Conley's death. Uh, the lodge was sold, uh, and it is said to become the meeting place for this Irish Hellfire Club. Okay. It was founded in 1737, as Lisa said, by Richard Parsons, a man known already for dabbling in black magic because he was bored. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Uh, it's they Rich would people suck. They would the members would meet at locations across Dublin at that point. So they were already kind of a group mm-hmm. at that point. They would uh, meet and you know experience their amoral behavior and debauchery, mostly alcohol and sex. And the secret uh, being a secret group, kind of like all like the Freemasons. All, once you're a secret group, instantly people start thinking. Especially very religious people start thinking, oh, it's Satanists or devil worshippers. Harvard. <laughs> He's had a stick up his butt about Harvard today. Apparently. It's kind of great. Uh, the, pre- uh, the president of the club, whoever it was at that time, was named the King of Hell and would all oh. soon dress like Satan with horns, wings, and hooves. Cool. That's, yep. They're bored. Yep. Yep. They're very bored. <laughs> they are very bored. But with that, there's lots of links to Satanism with this. Uh they were very described as wild young men, uh, but they would their usual meeting place at the time was the Eagle Tavern on Eustace Street. But because of their bad behavior, they were sought another venue that was mm, a little further out. That's fair. how they found this place. Fair. The privacy was great. Uh, they could definitely do even more intense acts of depravity away from respectable society. Very big 
big wild orgies. Black masses even were among the activities that take place on the site. The members were also set to set the place uh, at each meeting. They set the big table with all their drinks, and there's always an empty chair at the head of the table for the devil. The devil, Beelzebub. Just yes. hoping that he would attend. Uh, and they would always actually uh, toast the de- to the devil's name at the very first. Uh, and they would actually all look and toast towards the empty chair, uh-huh. hoping that he'd be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, their shameless festivities knew no bounds. See, they hope that until they're there, and then they're like, Then oh, they don't want it anymore. We'll get there. No bounds. Admitting men and women uh, are... Actually, at that point, they're, they're, the festivities, they actually... Men and women knew that were in equal measure to partake in black masses. Yes. A very anti-establishment yes. religious thing at that point. Mm-hmm. So it was actually a call. A lot of women would join them, not realizing what they're getting into. Into. Right. Uh, they did that Holy Ghost yeah. pie, what Lisa talked about, they'd have and drinking this uh, skull thing. Which I, don't, I can't tell if it sounds good or bad. Well, I've a had butter, butter whiskey, beer. But butter I've had whiskey. Butter beer. Yeah, but that's more like caramel, I guess, at that point. I don't know. But during which... Like uh, a butterscotch? Oh, I love caramel and whiskey. That'd be good. Yeah. yeah if you get whiskey, really. I feel like it's, it's... I think we need to look it up and try it and realize if it's trash. What's it called? Calzone? Scalthine. Uh, <laughs> S-Calzone. <laughs> S-C-A-L. So it's, it's just a pizza folded up. That's all it is. If you got it wrong, you guys. Delicious. S-C-A. I'll look it up later. S-C-A-L-T-H-E-E-N. I kind of want to... I'm looking it up. I it just... I don't know. It could be awful. It could be good. This website calls it Irish whiskey milk punch. <laughs> Where's the milk? The butter, Lisa, the dairy. Jesus. Yeah, it has milk instead of butter, but that's probably like a modernized, yeah. less gross no, no. version need, of it. We need the but- We need the film. God damn it. Yep, I'll look for original. <laughs> right. Don't worry. So they and here they call it a noxious mixture of whiskey and butter. So I don't think we're right. So do even good. historically, they call it noxious. <laughs> yeah. um, while they did this, though, uh, sad note. Uh, Cats, animals, yes. even servants, yucky, possibly were sacrificed. Hey, another PSA. That is Stop. There's a lot of servants of theirs that went missing during these times. They're like they either ran away or <laughs> yeah. they were killed. Uh, some say the lodge has been deliberately that was deliberately set on fire in order to enhance the hellish atmosphere, as they support. But and they've done it a couple times. There was times when they said it was a blaze, but they were able to fix up damage and stuff like that. Not mm-hmm. the final one, which gutted it for the most part um but the decadence didn't blush at holding orgies and animal sacrifices worshiping pagan de- deities was also a huge thing but they would also go down the road they'd go on wild rides through the surrounding countryside they went through they went for joy rides yeah. basically mm. beating up local villagers and taking whatever they wanted from shops and homes it's so like, basically this is like them going around hitting mailboxes but they, they could got, that's exactly what i was but, thinking yeah. Yeah, but yeah. they could cuz you know who was part of the club cuz they owned it the local sheriff right the local mm. sheriff so oh i didn't see anything there's corruption. Yeah. So they're all leaders of society and the sheriff and all that stuff. Uh, and then, of course, the worst of worst at some point double, dabbled into cannibalism, supposedly sacrificing and consuming a servant girl in their quest to summon the Dark Lord. Mm. There was a couple different parts of that where they talked See, about See, I that honestly think happening. that the like summoning the Dark Lord wasn't in 
earnest. Like that's never. They just said. Well, if you're it. going to cannibalism, I'm really. It's either I that think or you're that just they were curious, up. and they are fucked up people, and they were like, "Uh, oh, should we just say Satan? Yeah, sure. It's it's for Satan." Like I Jameson, know what a bicep tastes like. Like that's what they wanted to know. Okay, that's Jeffrey Dahmer. Uh, but I'm, yeah, I made a comment. And your point, about Jameson. Hey, listen to a spooky says, and I'm gonna go into mm. everyone's favorite Irish whiskey, Jameson. About uh, heard a of little, it. A little bit it. of uh, eat the rich, everybody. Little icky things that happened with him. Uh, so, uh, advertisement. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. I, I wasn't let you do it for uh, Titty Bit at some point, but I got to go for Spooky Sour. It is so creepy to me. Oh, no, that's fine. Uh, all right. So, I'm going to tell a couple of the little legends about the place here. Uh, uh, before you get into that, I figured out Skullfiend. Uh, yeah. A little bit more. So it's got a few different origins to it. One is just a mixture of whiskey and basically all the ingredients to make caramel. So there's part of it. But butter and sugar. Exactly. And, uh, brown but, butter and brown sugar, basically. Exactly. And But this one that's kind of about what we were talking about for it, that they brewed them together. So they would brew the whiskey with the butter. It was impossibly hard to make. And if you made it wrong, it tasted like brimstone, they would say. But if you made it right, it was a smooth, creamy thing. So they basically made cream. Because they brewed it like that. But they so brewed it's just it with butter. With the butter, yeah, at the same time. Or even boiled it sometimes. But they basically would make cream and then put the whiskey with it. So it's just a, a, a whiskey and a cream, basically, which isn't too that bad. That doesn't sound horrible. But it's, sound they say but it's impossibly it wrong, hard to make. But if you do it wrong, really? it tastes like brimstone. They said they'd always have one guy making it, and that guy was like the... They, he God. was better than the main guy. But I like, could also, kind of thing. but I could see these guys going. I like it when it's brimstone. These little motherfuckers with their. Yeah, they all stuff. said it was gross. Like just like this says, it was a harsh, burnt taste, very disagreeable, and totally different from what it was supposed to be. <laughs> so are we, so did, are we gonna look it up and try it? Uh, well, you we can do the not gross version of it and do that. The Irish whiskey milk punch. I'm game we, for or that. Or we can figure out how to just make it nice. And make I don't even good. know how to brew whiskey, and that's illegal to do, Jake. We're in America. Don't you distill whiskey? I don't know how to do any of this. See, this is how little I know. I'm looking at you, Lisa. You know everything. I don't know. I just know about moonshine because that's the kind of area that I grew up in. Yeah, which is <laughs> which is illegal, but we won't talk about All it. All right. So I want to talk about a popular tale. It concerns a young farmer who was curious to find out what was happening at this club's secretive meetings. Climbing up that hill, he went to the door. and Actually, you know what? He was, he was a young guy, and they looked at him and went, Sure. Mm. And he was invited in by the members and allowed to witness that night's activities. That doesn't sound good. That doesn't sound real. Uh, the young man was found later that next morning, trembling and terrified, mm-hmm. unable to speak a single word for the rest of his life, unable to even recognize his own name. They Aww. Whatever happened traumatized him so to much. To that level. Wow. <laughs> he Damn. didn't know what was happening. These guys suck. Uh, even worse, I'm going to go into another one. Another young man. Was, this is probably... There's two extremely famous legends and tales about this. This is probably the first big one. Uh, in this tale, another young man who was just visiting a local farmhouse uh, who was being hosted by a family heard about this and decides, I'm going to go explore, just kind of mm-hmm. figure out what's going on with that because, you know, it's just a mystery, this club. Mm-hmm. The next morning, unfortunately, he was found dead face down in a shallow mm-hmm. pool. Oh, no. uh, the, host fam- the, host, the father of the host family outraged uh, grabbed the priest, the local priest, and decided where they they both believe this boy was murdered by the people at this club. Understandable. Uh-huh. So they're going to go to the club to investigate and go question. Mm-hmm. Okay. Upon their arrival at the lodge, the sun was coming down, and they made it to the doors, and it was answered. They knocked on the door, and it was answered by a very tall man in dark clothing okay. and a hood. They were seized at that point, forced to sit down 
in front of this huge feast at the table. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they see this banquet laid out to him, but also in the room with them, there's no other members. Just the room has this black cat probably in the room. However, this is no normal cat. It is huge. It's the size of a Dalmatian. It is a... It's a panther. So like they have a panther. Yeah, a, yeah, but the priest also noticed that its ears are shaped like horns out of his head. Hard, mm. rigid horns coming out of its head. Oh. It's a jackalope panther. Upon seeing the beast and its malevolent stare uh, that was laid upon him, the priest leapt to his feet knowing that he was done for if he didn't do something. Uh, he happened to have a small bottle of holy water in his pocket. Good choice. Um, the priest decides to attempt a, just a quick exorcism or just something to try to scare whatever away. He uttered the words of exorcism, threw the bottle at it, and all hell broke loose. Fire, oh, literally. Fire, smoke erupted. Uh, the result of it all, the that beast in front of him literally tore apart in front of him. They saw this black mass just dis- dissipate outside of it. Oh, uh, he escaped out the, fr- the priest ran out the front door while this happened and he heard just the cries of the poor farmer uh, echoing in his ears from behind him. Oh, so as long as you're faster than the next person, you're good. Uh, the mm-hmm. next morning, the farmer was found. His face was gouged and scratched and cut from head to sh- through shoulders with large cuts and claws. Large cloth. Oh, wow. Uh, Ooh, fa- Panther. Just like the other one, this farmer never spoke again of that. Day. Oh, but he lived? Yep, he never spoke a word from that oh, day Oh, I thought he was dead. Uh, yeah, oh, I thought he died. He, he was alive, but he, oh. wouldn't, he wouldn't speak. He was okay. completely, wouldn't speak, of, wouldn't speak, period. Too traumatized. Yep. Some say the ghostly black cat still, probably, they see, there many have seen a large black cat that is not, like they think panther, but then you realize you're in Dublin. Ireland. Ireland, where they got rid of all those snakes, too, that aren't anywhere. So you still see mm-hmm. it around, prowls around the lodge and neighboring areas. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and then probably the most famous story I, I have actually heard about this one beforehand. It's the only thing I actually heard about the Hellfire Club. I didn't realize it was this one. Uh, it's a very oh, quick one. I'm scared of it. Uh, best known story. Members of the Hellfire Club were playing cards one stormy night. Mm-hmm. They were all kind of stuck inside. I love one stormy night. Yep. They were all stuck <laughs> inside. A big storm came out. Um, and then they got a knock on the door and uh, a cloaked stranger arrived in search of Seltzer. Uh Don't do that. You know what? It's just a card night. They're not doing any mass black mass or orgies. So yeah, come on in. They invite them in, uh, and they decide. You know, hey, uh, the guy talks to them. They communicate. They all they all kind of talk. They're they're having a good time. They're drinking a little bit, and they decide let's play cards. So they start playing a card game, uh, and at one point uh, during the card game, one of the players drops a card on the floor and goes, "Oh, you know." Out of no, you know, just dropped a card. Yeah, yeah. Picking it up. Right. When he bent down to retrieve it, he looked across the table, underneath the table, and noticed that the stranger's cloak that was full cloak all the way down had been up a little bit. And, and its feet was cloven. Yes. Go yes. legs is what I thought. Yeah. Okay. I know it. The, the, oh, the, I do the like Very, that. even though they're, this is what they've been asking for, very startled, sits up, horrified, turns white. The person across the stranger across from staring straight at him, seemingly realizing that his disguise has been noticed. All of a sudden, he screams, mysterious, and this mysterious stranger just disappears in a burst of flame and the smell of sulfur completely takes over mm, the castle. See, Brimstone. They keep asking for it until they get it. Yep. You don't know, you can't always get what you want. So Wait. that was the night they actually around. believe yeah. the devil actually came to 
Hang. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but so, more than once it Did he said, win the card game? That's the real question. Strange visitors in peculiar attire have arrived in that area uh, while feasting and dancing. It wasn't the only time this has Was happened. Was it like a really tall blonde guy in a Twinkies hat? Or... <gasps> oh, no, that's at the State Fair. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but they said numerous times. They didn't always think it was the devil. This, this time they say it was the devil, but they've also said they were always, they seemed like they were, the people at the Hellfire Club said during their orgies or their masses or any of the stuff they did they would have strange vis- visitors in peculiar attire would arrive in the midst of their feasting and dance and just join them and then the next day all they would smell was sulfur mm. so were they being met by demons and the devils and, and one so. guy didn't just eat eggs and have a bad yeah that's bathroom night they, <laughs> didn't, they didn't mix the skeleton Right. You know, yeah right. yuck that, that would make a lot of sulfur bad I'm drinking it <laughs> yuck Yucky. Too much brimstone. So uh, I'm going to talk about the end of the building. Uh, the lodge itself, we, like I said, Lisa said there's a few different... I'm going to go over some of the urban legends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the lodge itself is burnt out shell now. Various versions of how it might be might have happened. One suggests that William Conley's son refused to renew the lease and property and just burned it down himself. That's probably Billy the most... Billy Conn's Jr. That's probably the most realistic one. He just like... He's going to get kicked out anyway, so he just burns the fucker down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, another claims that a member set club set the club on fire to give it a more hellish appearance, which we talked yep. about. Yep. But there also is two other stories that result in the death of several club members. Uh, several club members. I didn't know that they had enough to like be able to. There was kill the five. Off. There was a f- the five main ones, but they would yeah. have secret. People came and joined the yeah. stuff. Secret and people. That's where they would wear hoods. They would wear matte. That was the whole idea of anonymity. Yeah. Really eyes wide shut situation. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It really. It will. It, mm-hmm. it sounds more Death Eater ish. Probably. That's true. Maybe um, that's where that came from. <gasps> the first of these stories tell the how a lodge caught fire during a black mass, uh, during a sacrifice when it was being offered, and it was just an accident that kind of happened at that point. Uh, the second claim, though, is a member was incensed by a servant who spilled a drink on him, and he set them on fire. And in a panic to extinguish the flames on him, the servant ignited several other members running around, which, it's terrible. <laughs> it's tragic. But could you imagine, you know, you set that servant on fire, and he just panics and runs and sets yeah. all your friends on fire. Yeah. Yeah. The story I told was the one that they he got... Um, tried for like that happened in different time frames. Oh yeah, the one that uh, he had that actually, was the guy who was on, in bed. He was bedridden at that. He point. was bedridden, and he yeah. set and he poured brandy. Well, on this was another one where a guy he was mad that someone spilled a drink on him, so he basically right. uh, set him on fire. That's Whaley. Yeah, piece of shit. Uh, another variant of that re- references how a priest was brought to the club and ridiculed and assaulted by the members. Mm-hmm. And during each round of drinks, one of them offered it to a cat that represented the devil in the mm, spot. The big cat. As the members prepared to finish him off, the priest, uh, he, he asked whether he could bless the animal. Uh, he said he would basically, he was going to give in to it and uh, give his blessings, not to yeah. die, but to this creature. Okay. Uh, as he did so, the cat leapt up and pulled down a candle in the chandelier. <laughs> I, oh, believe that that I, believe I believe that one. I believe that one hardcore. Anyone who's been around cats, like, I'm going to pet yeah. the kitty. And hell is broken loose. Sully the other day broke Hannah's favorite mug. Just <laughs> oh, jumped no. on a, Yeah, he jumped on the counter and then just, yeah. Well, what he's is, not supposed to be on the counter. So he gets on the counter real quick and then he just like, he knows I'm coming for him and then he knocks the mug off and runs. Like, oh, you dick. Poor. Yes. <laughs> All right, so. This club connection to the supernatural is strong. 
uh, just from these stories. Uh, ghost stories and legends have emerged over time. These Ooh. tales depicted members engaging in the dark rituals and all this demonic entities that they're supposedly. But along with this has come supernatural phenomena, which you would kind of expect from everything mm-hmm. that we've been talking about, um, especially within the premises, even just the hill itself at this point. Uh, so the reputation of the Hellfire Club has uh, kind of has the whole place uh, steeped in this mysticism. And once things got caught on, it would ki- kind of just never gone away. During that period, the most of the ghost stories were connected to the Hellfire Club are said to have taken place. Uh, strange smells, yeah. noises, yeah. Uh, uh, reportedly emanated from the ruins for decades after they were gone. Yeah. Especially at night. Uh, if you do plan to going ever go there and walk up the mountain, don't wear jewelry. Especially chains and religious symbols on them. Oh. One of the many... Uh, Spirits who's supposedly there uh, in that building is said to ha- likes to grab people's jewelry, especially especially if they're wearing a crucifix around the neck, and try to strangle them. Now, oh. wouldn't that burn it? I've seen enough. There has been various Movies. reports of the walking tour, which is mentioned above, that necklaces are pulled or broken. Yeah. While they're there, uh, interesting. You often hear a screaming woman who. Nope. Uh, the story goes that she was set on fire. Uh, we'll get into her a little bit. Uh, also, a dwarf it. who was murdered by sacrifice on the site and whose body was found in the 70s. Ick. And even a black cat who is a really horrifying figure the size of a Dalmatian is still seen to this day in mm-hmm, the area. Mm-hmm. Day and night. That's a jaguar. Day and night. In in Ireland. The lonely stone or seems to free his yeah. mind. So in October 2010, guys. Yes. That's only 13 years ago. A presenter from... FM 104 in there. Hey. They did a live bra- broadcast in Hellfire Club. It would be fair to say that the team who was there were relieved that their ordeal was done and finished after that day. During the broadcast, a decomposing head of an unidentified animal dropped down the chimney during <gasps> the broadcast, causing several members of the team to, to feel freak nauseous. freak out, and yeah. I would freak out And the that. presenter himself to vomit while on air. I... Yeah. A visiting psychic then felt the sensation of being stabbed, and blood came and was visible through the shirt, despite there's no actual evidence of a cut on him. Mm. And throughout the broadcast, they would have members of the teams startled by unexplained noises. And all of this was happening despite the fact that they had security uh, completely surrounding the building. Okay. Because they want to make sure they weren't getting effed with. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, the worst part was this was during the the no commercials rush hour drive, so they couldn't right. stop. Yeah, they had to keep going. I want to go to break, <laughs> please. <laughs> so that was yeah. Uh, no animals <laughs> seem to want to walk on the grounds. People mm. say they bring their dogs and stuff, trying to you know up the trails, and the dogs always kind of yeah hate it. Uh, modern day encounters have included voices telling people to get out, strange and sulfuric smells, shadows moving across the rooms, some of them extremely tall shadows, scratching, pinching, and physical assault by unseen hand. Uh, crucifixes become hot and uncomfortable for the wearer, and the sense of dark and malevolent energy moving at very quick speed towards them. That's oh. freaky. I hate rushed. that part. I don't like getting that. rushed by. We talked about this getting rushed by a shadow person. Oh. No, terrifying. thank you. I wouldn't like that. Uh, I'd pee myself. Shrieks of that Probably. tortured woman uh, has been heard over and over again. The strange Mm-mm. pressure on your head and chest. Uh, those who enter the ground floor will ask, "Hey, who killed his wife in this room?" If you uh, the, the kind of rumor is, if you go into that main you know, floor, a natural question. And if that you, you ask, ask you who ki- if you uh, you walked in that room, you say, "Who killed his wife in this room?" And you supposedly hear an answer. Uh, this might be what we talked about, the, gr- the woman who was set on fire. Uh, 
it's usually matched with the sound of her screaming. You can still hear. It's believed that this is a spirit woman who is set on fire in a barrel and rolled down the hill by them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, freaky. There are by, so... by the by the later incarnation, the ones that yes, really got the se- yeah the holy, holy father ones. Yeah. Mm. Um, witnesses claim to have spotted the ghosts of victims of human sacrifice, which there is supposedly a lot, and several solemn figures actually standing around the tomb that was disturbed when it was originally built. So this might Ooh. not just be hellfire, but there's a, like figures they literally see them standing the around the fire pl- the fireplace area in yeah. and out, like they're in a circle, and the walls don't matter. That's freaky. That's I'm freaked freaky. out. Uh, I like that. A line from a paranormal investigator. This is uh, I looked on some vlogs and saw, I do my deep dive, try to figure out people who've been there. And this is what someone wrote. Uh, there have been two places that I have been absolutely terrified, and I and I don't get usually terrified. Uh, the Lotus Hall in Wexford and the Hellfire Club in the Dublin Mountains. Lotus Hall, Wexford. Yeah, I think I that writing down. it down. I never, I never heard of that. I've never heard went, of that one. Right. Uh, L-O-F-T-U-S, just, you know, uh, Loftus Hall. Uh, we hear that health, we, we were up at Hellfire one night and a group of eight or ten of us, we stood in a circle and the next minute there was a thud. It was like a vibration went through the whole building. Oh. It was a stone building. Right. And our equipment went mental. It all. Freaky. Mm, nothing was working. One of, the guy, one of the guys was in the hall and he's the cynic and he said, oh my God, I just saw a black shadow cross in front of me. 100% a tall, very tall black shadow just crossed in front Ooh. of me. Mm. Another guy started getting sick, and then the girl says she heard a whisper in her ear, very clear, that yelled, get out, in a whisper tone. Get out. All I don't of like that. this. I don't like that at all. Here's the thing. Everything I just said happened, happened in the course of one minute of them standing in that Boy. Place. That is so. Just. That is so much. You would like look at that as something that something happened to like, every over a course of a week. The thud was for all of them, and then everything else happened in that sequ- sequential. Like everyone else had a moment there. My jeans are so wet. That was the first time at that point they that this person ever oh, called an end to an investigation. They did not feel safe, so they I, all left. I don't blame them for not. No, safe. I don't feel safe at all. So I'm gonna go into the little end here because uh, if you go down that hill. Guess what? Hellfire Club didn't just have... I mean, they were all over the place. Yeah, no, they just moved down the hill, though. Uh, no, uh, there's this little house down there called the Kilaki House. Oh, uh, Kilgarney. The legends surrounding Hellfire Club are not exclusive to the lodge sitting atop the hill. Several ghost stories are also connected to the Kilaki House, which sits adjacent to this present-day uh, Hellfire Club, the car park right there. Yes. At the bottom of the hill, Kilaki House, which is also used... was also used by the Hellfire Club... Uh, was built by the Conley family in 1765 as a uh, that was a hun- the hunting lodge. Really this counts. was another spot for them that they stayed. Mm-hmm. Supposedly, this house is also haunted by a large black cat. Okay, uh, so maybe uh, whatever was summoned, it got the down demon, there. the priest, exo- the, maybe the priest got rid of that one. But some maybe believe all the sacrifices. There is another one there. Um, Cats love going downhill. Yep. Um, <laughs> But some people also say maybe it's just a normal cat that's the spirit of a cat that was doused by, uh, trigger or doused by whiskey instead of flame. Mm, yes. By the why is this, these guys all suck. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they were specifically cruel to black cats. Yeah. Reports of the hauntings of Kilaki House took place between 1968 and 1970 when Margaret O'Brien and her husband, Nicholas, were converting the house into an art center. Hmm. Uh, at that point, a, the skeleton of the dwarf that we talked about earlier 
And the demonic statue was unearthed under the house as they were doing renovations. Uh, several tradesmen at the time reportedly left the site, claiming that they also had been being haunted by a black cat with glowing red eyes mm-hmm. oh. And while they were working. Uh, they're, both these locations are remain connected to the supernatural to this day. And if you are there on the ground and they're Watch out. hear a cat hiss, mm-hmm. get out of there. Get out. Yeah. Just um, leave. It's, and honestly, they've had some issues with the whole Satanism thing. Even as in 2006, yeah, dozens of Satanists showed up there. Yep. They gathered at the site on June 6th yeah, to await the potential coming of the Antichrist on 666. Yeah, number yeah. of the beast. Which was also a number that was, you know, not real and made up by the people who made the omen. So I'm not going to get into that. Six six six. In the Bible, yeah. they just talk about the 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 mark of the beast. Oh yeah, yeah. They don't give the number. Six 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 was created by Hollywood. Uh, six, but I'm not gonna six, give that. Six. That's okay. Uh, Hollywood's good at stuff. Some still believe visiting the site might invite something malevolent to follow you home, though, so that they do oh, give warnings shit. to whatever you feel like you need to do to cleanse yourself. Cleanse if you're religious, yourself. Do that. Cleanse it. So if you ever go there and you see a gathering on the hill of some. People dressed up in ceremonial garb, maybe just cleanse yourself. Tur- tur- turn yourself and leave. Yeah, turn, yeah, turn around, and leave. It's like, ah, you douse know yourself what? in holy water. I don't think a bunch of guys in black hoods would be safe anyway. But no. especially there, you yep. might just want to, you know, get the ev out, get out of there. Yeah, just leave. So that is the, the what's up? Oh, I was gonna say, I'm kind of surprised you didn't talk about everything that even happened there as early as the as 2018. Uh, you let me know. Sure. What did I miss? Okay, there was a man who stabbed um, a teen at the Hellfire Club. Well, I stayed out of the. I, I stay out of the fact stuff. And only talk but about it could legends. have been uh, like a paranormal thing. Um, Why? Yeah, because he was in the throes of. Well, I mean, throws in a psycho in a um, psychotic episode, but he was basically saying that he was being overtaken by the devil at that time. Uh, freaky. Right. Uh, freaky. Yes. So Ooh. no, they there's still absolutely issues with people. Going there to find that. Yeah, please. Oh yeah, my, uh, please. his name is Michael Corbett. Um, he, uh, yeah, mm, I know yep. him. Michael Corbett. Um, he was 28, and he was um, he had attempted murder of a 17 year old in 2016. He was actually sentenced in 2018. Damn. Yeah. Uh, as a whole result of this, where it was like he had convinced a group of teens to like go up there. They were going to camp up there, and then mm-hmm. he had attacked them. Mm-hmm. And, and, yeah. Yeah, and it freaky. was like a whole thing. Ugh. That's a yeah. That might just be a titty bit. The that particular yeah, I, one. Like I said, I, when I hear something like a news thing, I usually kind of, I I just probably heard of an attack. I didn't yeah. look at the Did what his reasoning was. Your, yeah. Because I start oh. staying away from that stuff. I like to. I don't want to. Yeah, no. Go he tried. He, he, whenever I look okay. at, it, I'm like Lisa's going to talk about that. I'm going to stay away from it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no worries. Um, yeah, that one. And also, I do want to throw Ugh. in a quick correction because I know if I listen to this again, I will be pissing myself if I don't say it. No, this is not Northern Ireland. This is Dublin. So this is the Republic of Ireland. We had said it was Northern Ireland earlier, and it the was Rep- bothering me. Republic of Ireland rather than Northern Ireland? Correct. Dublin is in the... Oh, okay. So it wouldn't be the state of Ireland. It'd be the country of Ireland. Correct. That wants it. Oh. Jesus. So you're supposed to... It was going to bother me. You're supposed to be our smart oh. person. What is going on? Oh, now we know? Yes. There we go. It's like okay, cool. Me. I feel better now. Guys! Guys! Because <laughs> I was digging at me. Guys! Yeah, I'm being possessed. By the twins? By the admin corner. Welcome to the admin corner. Hey. You know, this is my favorite corner. 
it is one of the better corners that there are. We have a few things to talk about. Number oh, one being our show this <laughs> Friday. If It'll you be are in the Minnesota three days. Area, you don't have an excuse, and if you love us, you need to come out. We'd and love see to us. see you there. Jake will buy you two beers. Um, now it's said out loud. But he, he's <laughs> contemplating whether he wants to actually do it or not. So get get in there quick before he changes his mind. Lisa um, will buy you two beers. No. <laughs> so Jake Jake still has to figure out his mind. Uh, yeah, we are at Utapils, which is in uh, North Minneapolis. Uh, we'd love to see you there. One it's an the awesome best, brewery. One of the best breweries in Minnesota. It's going to be highly, highly. There's going to be a spooky vow renewal there. There's going to be yes. some vendors there. Uh, I think nope. it's kind of. And then they're they're releasing a new beer. That's the other it's thing. The, like, it's the, the it's thing. the beginning of their spooky season. They're releasing. The, yep. Is it the lunar lunar eclipse? Felt like a loon though, because we're in Minnesota and we need to make sure everybody okay. remembers. If it's the Minnesota. same, I think I believe I believe it's one they did last year too. It's like is it, I think it's a fall one they bring on. Every I have year. no idea. All I know is Udapil's nails pretty much every good beer. They're good beers. They're so, good beers. Like so uh, we would recommend you highly be there. Our show starts at seven, but the whole thing starts at like five. So yep. show up whenever you want to. Hey, we'll be there. Uh, we'll be there. Um, We'd love to see you. Six ya. or six thirty, setting up. If you yes, you exactly. Just come and say hi. And, and honestly, I'm thinking about writing a few pup songs for this one. So oh we'll see what goes More on the there. Well, yeah, we already used that, so we got to do a different one. So that'll be happening, and then that'll be our next episode. So we'll get into what that's going to be next but in between then we've got our social media we've got our rating and reviews on the itunes on the spotify on the google um the, as they say we, there is we, a, the reason we talk about that is because that is the number one way that google or i or itunes all that stuff algorithm that is the we become more prominent on their search if you guys do more uh ratings and reviews if you put like the pos and I will come up. Yes. Like before you're the P. Way before the posse, which is that stupid one about the entourage. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, so that is, it is, I know we harp on it, but it is probably, it is the Helps number one, uh, my, other than being a Patreon, that is the number one way if you like us mm-hmm. to help us out. So we love all of you who do it. And also there's this new thing on Spotify where you can answer questions. And I don't even know how I set the questions, but they're all set and they're all just, what do you think of this episode? I don't know why it does that, but people have been answering them. So thank hey, you for people hey, who have been answering cool. them. I get to publish them if I like them. I only didn't publish one because it literally just said no, which isn't even, how did you like this? this episode no that's helpful that's some helpful <laughs> constructive criticism right there so that is all going on and now we have our next episode location the one we're doing in pills the most dastardly scary haunted horrifying place ever that's right we're going to harvard we're going <laughs> Had to throw it in one more time. No, you two got to choose this yep. one. So I'm yes. actually going to have you two let me know what we're we going because I don't remember what you said. I was just going to say, you don't remember. We no, we I right. remember it had something to do with sheep. So they wanted, uh, Udo Pills came to us and went, oh, it'd be great if you guys could do uh, something about either Oktoberfest or just Europe pubs. Beers, pubs yep. European style pub kind of thing. Like that. Mm-hmm. So uh, we did a little deep dive and I thought this would be, me and Lisa thought too, this would yep. be the Best opportunity for us to pull out one of the mega hitters, the n- most haunted pub in England. Harvard. The Golden Fleece. Oh, I've never heard At of it. At least a lot of the things, yes. like, they're always in the top five, but this one is, like, n- normally stated that this is, like, this is the most haunted pub. Uh, the Golden Fleece. Fleece. 
All right. So we're going to be doing that. And I know that I think we're going to be doing some, uh, all of us will be doing some stories too, because we're going to kind of make this a oh, yeah. we're gonna episode. We have to fill an hour and a half to two hours. So we're going to do a few stories. We're going to do a few pub songs that I'll try and write for us. We'll so, do uh, maybe two games. Yeah. No. What the hell? I, I Why not? Maybe what I do a bunch of questions well, about Oktoberfest. Yeah, we'll, fi- we'll, we'll do the Golden Fleece. And I know I'm going to find another story that is uh, beer related of some sort. I know Lisa has an idea what she wants to do. I've got a few. A little- I'm going to look at Golden Police Pub because the other wing brought up Greek mythology. That's not helpful. There it is. It's in York, which has a new version of it. And York is known as one of the most. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> that took a while to hit Jake. <laughs> mm-hmm. like pretty it good. Hit, it hit me like a brick to the face. <laughs> All right. Um, we probably should get out of here with that. Jake, if you could be so kind as to out us out that Wonderful. would be great um i like to point this out i made it the Do whole you. episode and not once did he look at me and say worst joke that's true i do have the I worst had the joke best this time. joke and he had the worst i don't know if i agree with best hell but worst has, for sure I hell have. has frozen oh there six 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 turn to seven 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 <laughs> i don't even know oh, i don't know what that means you're having a tough day well <laughs> 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 we can all agree completely all of our scary stories are true mine especially <laughs> yeah Hey, it's terrifying. Join us next week as we continue to dive into the spooky world in front of you if you come to the show. Mm. If you don't, don't worry. We're filming it and recording We'll try our best to entertain you and make you giggle as we talk about (laughs) a new place that is without a doubt paranormal. Lisa, did you know this Jeremy Johnson that this Friday is Friday the 13th? The 13th. Whoa. That's like why we're there. Oh. Jeremy Johnson. I'm going to let you guys just go for a while. Okay. Oh, so another really cool thing that they did at the Hellfire Club mm-hmm. was that they took um, barrels of tar and they set them on fire as a beacon to welcome Queen Victoria. Oh, sure. Oh. They like Queen Victoria. All right. Possibly <laughs> from your holy daddy on oh, the possibly oh, paranormal uh, daddy cast podcast. Oh, Sorry. Podcast. <laughs> Oh, my daddy. <laughs> All right. <laughs>